0: Hey guys and welcome back to It's Your Life and this is Mine, the Podcast with your host Charlotte Emily Price. So today I actually have two guests on which is so exciting. So I've got Simone and Melissa coming to talk to us from the Bougie Blondes podcast. Thank Woo-hoo! you so much for having us. Woo-hoo! Do you guys want to introduce yourselves like individually, let everyone know a little bit about you before we have a chat?
1: Sure, why not? So, I am Melissa Clark and I'm a makeup artist and influencer, I suppose, in a cringy way. <laughs> and I'm based in Ireland, as you can probably tell from the big Irish accent.
2: Hello, my name
1: is Simone
2: Grace and I am a social media influencer again, as they say. And I've currently recently moved to Dubai, but as you can tell, I. Do not have an arab accent i am proper irish so yeah we're super excited to be on
0: charlotte's podcast thanks so much for joining me how did you guys meet is why i wanted to ask first and foremost
1: yeah we actually met at a uh, influencer event and literally i don't know we just were like drawn to one another we clicked instantly like
2: we w- we knew each other obviously from social media but, like, we kind of were into the same things, but it was, like, more deeper than that. It's, like, she's literally, like, my soul sister. Oh. Like, she's literally, like, the sister I never had. And, like, I feel like I could just tell her anything and she doesn't judge. And it's just proper real. Like, getting emotional or whatever. Oh, but my like- God, we're crying. <laughs> but, no, I swear, it's, like, a bond that, it's, like, the universe just brought us together. Isn't it, Melissa? Really?
1: yeah it was instantly do you know when you meet someone you're like that's my person you don't even have to question it it's just like your energy cells are just been like yep we click and like what Simone said we just we just kind of opened up very quickly to one another and it just became natural it was really just a natural bond it wasn't forced
0: oh I love this so much like my best mate I also met through social media and I feel like it's really hard to find people and find that connection with someone. I think especially in such a world where it can be very superficial and very transactional, like someone, you, someone wants something yes. from you, you, you want something from someone else. And that's absolutely fine because it is a workspace and like collaborating and things like that is what helps to grow both your platforms. And it is like a, a mutual thing in that way. But sometimes to find that deeper bond is like really hard, I think yeah
2: and I think it's because we're kind of both into the same things if that makes sense it, but it it was more than that it was like I'm a little bit younger than Melissa but like I do look up to her in a lot of ways oh Simone like, you no know, no Jesus I do I'm being real but like it's just kind of it was one of them things where it just shows that sometimes you're probably the same Charlotte like through social media and stuff like that you find yourself and then you find your person I think in the process of your journey and it's great when you find a person that you just it becomes like a family and I think that's why we really like we're driven and so up for this podcast um was kind of to be kind of real and connect with people and different wavelength of like just not being a face on Instagram or TikTok or whatever like that but it was just to kind of get real and deeper but it was just kind of be able because obviously i'm on the other side of the world now and i can't see her but it's like just been having that like little girly chat every week and just being like a little happy bubbly place for us to connect and yeah. to connect with and you and i too. think what
1: charlotte said what you said there as well sometimes you do feel that when you meet certain people on social media they do feel that they're trying to maybe take something from you or they want something from you um But when I met Simone, you just knew that wasn't the case. It was just real, just natural and genuine. And she's such a lovely little person. And it's just like, oh, yeah this is so lovely
0: like so nice that you can both like talk about your friendship together and I don't I don't do that enough with my friends because I feel like they'll be like oh why is she being so like cringy because I am very much like that I want to sort of like express my love express my love for people but I sometimes hold myself back but like the fact that you both can like talk about how much you mean to each other is really nice as well like super open about your emotions
1: I think we're really like that with each other are the work we are yeah <laughs> And she'd be such a hype queen. Like she'd be like, No Melissa, you should be so proud of yourself and I've liked some more. And I literally only went into the shop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how do you guys find working together then? I mean, you, you enjoy doing it. It's also like a hobby, the podcast, but it is like a lot of work. So how do you find the work life, friend life balance sort of thing?
1: Yeah. I think we adapted to it quite well. Like I think Yeah, very quickly, if I'm being honest. And I think we're I suppose we're both quite patient and calm people I think I'd definitely be more of a stress head and Simone has probably picked that up yeah <laughs> Where she'd be like it's fine Melissa it's fine I'd be like no Simone we have to do this and I could text like Simone 20,000 messages if I get, have an idea in my head and I say she's just like this one is crazy no
2: not at all like I think see I'm very like I'm a stressful Nellie but like, if I just just breathe and then reply, you know that kind of way of like, I need to just kind of like. Hew. But <laughs> the two of us are just—it's so weird because, like, even when you were on our podcast, we like talk over each other. It's like we're in sync, isn't it? And even our moods on a day-to-day basis, even though we're nowhere near each other, it's like <laughs> we're just on the same wavelength of level. Yeah.
0: I think that's when you know when you've like synced up your personalities and your life and your mood for the day. You're like, yeah. I think this is like it becomes almost like family. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. But I think we we have adapted quite well as having, I suppose, the friendship and the work life balance. I think it it bounces. It kind of just yeah flows. naturally happens. <laughs> I don't know how, yeah. but it does. <laughs> we make it happen.
0: <laughs> how was it then when Simone decided she wants to move away? Like, how was that for you guys?
1: so set it up when I moved away yeah so it we kind of had to just adapt to trying to figure out how we're going to do it across either side of the world and we just winged it and I just kind of educated myself on learning different platforms and softwares and stuff to make it work now for the first for the first little while we were very stressed and that definitely tested the whole friendship work thing because things were Going wrong, and Simone's laptop went missing, and oh my god! But yeah, no, it it yeah, it happened when Simone moved to Dubai, so we know no difference, really. Yeah,
2: and I think you know what? It was kind of a blessing in disguise. I think that we did create it when I got here because Mm. if we set this up, maybe the universe was trying to tell us something. If we set this up when I was at home, we would have gotten too drawn and kind of too hooked up in what we were going to be doing at home rather than branching it off over here so I think it was kind of being able to educate ourselves and fair play to Melissa like she's the one with all the equipment and she's the one that can bring the guests back home because obviously I don't know my ass from my elbow. sometimes up here I could be in a different department next week who knows (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's just the way things went and like I appreciate all the work she does going on in the background as well for the podcast and how would i even explain it? it's like if it did happen at home i think i would have got so stressed and overthinking of moving it over to dubai if that makes sense so i'm kind of glad we set it up when i got
0: out here
1: yeah we started off with the difficult difficult technical stuff and now it's kind of easy breezy because we went through all that. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess it is nice because you know no better like the, yeah. the, the setup started that way. Um, have you both been doing social media for a long time? Have you both found it evolving and adapting over the years? And I guess, yeah, just a bit about your both your social media journeys.
1: Yeah, so I think with me, it started when I started doing makeup artistry. So mm-hmm. I suppose I went into social media and not really known... I suppose the influencer world wasn't there. So I just started yeah. my Instagram because I loved makeup and I was obviously sharing my makeup pictures of clients. And then it kind of gradually was me coming onto my stories, been like, oh my god, I tried this like skincare product or I love this concealer. It's only like two ninety nine or and then I think it gradually just fell into me becoming an influencer rather than being forced into being an influencer. But I definitely see how it's after changing over the last couple of years. Um, I suppose my I changed though as well from where I started, I suppose five years ago to now, I'm a completely different person than I was. So I think my page slightly changed with me. So whether I lost followers on the way, or maybe I gained some, I think people just adapt to what they're feeling at the time. So I think it's after change in social media as well. Like I think it went from being these like big influencers of like the aesthetic influencers I like to call them and now it's after pairing back to the more realistic influencers everyday kind of gals people are more open talking about their feelings and and it's kind of nice how it is after changing to that side of it as well um yeah I think people are a bit more real now which is good like obviously each to their own but I do think there are more relatable influencers Mm -hmm. out there now
0: I'd agree how about you Simone what Mm -hmm. was your journey like so I actually really started mine up
2: in COVID is it three or two and a half maybe three years ago how would I explain it I was kind of on a fitness journey and I kind of started brands started reaching out to me obviously they were looking at my stories or whatever but I always kind of was like into my fashion brands and into my makeup so like just without even realizing I think people were kind of contacting me asking me where I got this dress or this outfit or what makeup am I using or what tan I'm using and then I kind of started sharing a lot on my stories and then brands started reaching out to me and then I think my following started growing gradually and I want still to this day I hate using the word influencer because I'm just like I'm like I'm kind of yeah like I don't know what it is but I'm just real I'm just me I'm just showing what I do on a day-to-day basis and just creating fun content for people but it's also like special to me in a way because like melissa was saying like i kind of grew with it so like i was at a stage in my life where i was obviously looking up to other people and influencers and stuff like that and i was like oh yeah i love their tan i love their makeup or i love that fashion brand and i was kind of connecting with those brands and i think that's what helped me grow grow as well um and build a platform for myself and that's where i found melissa but i do love kind of in a way like the fact that you were saying like of how different it's becoming like people are more open and talking a lot more about their own personal lives and showing the ups and downs in life rather than all the positive things if that makes sense Um, because I think sometimes people need to see the real side of you which I'm working on as well because I'm a bit busy at the moment and Melissa will fill you in in the background but like you know people kind of can sometimes judge off like a story you put up and like where it looks fabulous around you but they don't really know what you have to been through with the whole run of that day if that makes sense so I think it's nice how people are kind of branching off into the real world rather than just as you were saying like the aesthetical influencers and just picture part of the content so yeah it's nice to look back through my Instagram I don't know if he do it and just like show where you started and from where you are now it's
0: so nice to hear that both of you seem like you genuinely enjoy it you've made it because you genuinely enjoy creating that content rather than for like going in for the money or going in obviously you can do that and it's absolutely fine but I feel like it's nice knowing that you genuinely started these platforms because of your own passion and then it's just organically happened where brands have just reached out or you know you've you've got to where you are today
1: yeah no a hundred percent when you start off with a passion though it's gonna come organically I think you can I think you can see the people that are just coming in straight away for the money and the brand deals but they don't have any interests or even knowledge behind like what they're sharing like I know when I come on to my stories especially with like skincare makeup like it's coming from a place of me educating myself because obviously I was a lecturer as well so like I know a lot about what I'm speaking about so I know when I'm giving my audience recommendations it is genuine yeah and passionate I think you need to have like a passion for what you're doing a passion yeah and even if I am working for a brand I'd only work for a brand if I genuinely love the product Mm -hmm. and I've always kind of had that rule of thumb I would I wouldn't work for someone just to get the money I'd have to love the product myself and there's a few
2: things as well that I'm after not gonna pass by because like some brands will reach out and say oh I'll give you such and so of a of an amount of money if you post this and I'm like I'm not going to do that because that's not my target audience nor am I passionate in about that brand and there, I think to be real with your following and to kind of make a feel like a happy place for them to come because they're following you for a reason they know what you're interested in. They know what you're not interested in. So I'm not going to wear something just to wear it to get money. I'd rather wear something that I really like, you know, or like when it's down to makeup and stuff like that, you know, there's no point in, I think, advertising something that you're not passionate in because it's not really going to get you anywhere. Yeah, it might put a few pounds in the bank, but. That you
0: know. shows that, that you guys care, though, if you're only promoting things that you believe in because you like want your audience to trust you you want people to stick by you and and believe in everything you're saying like whether that is a recommendation for a skincare brand or you're just talking about something in your everyday life you want to build that trust because you care and you're passionate about the content you're creating what I was going to say though is that you both mentioned it and I is something that I also think too the word influencer being cringy and I want to know like where that where that comes from like why do you feel like that's cringy to you
1: oh I think it's cringy because I think influencers I suppose back before Covid got such a backlash because they got they were fake and they got proven they were fake of things they were posting or they'd be letting on to be using the product but the product actually wasn't opened and like just it just meant they kind of ruined the whole influencer world for everyone else who actually was genuine and I think I just I prefer the word like content creator because I just I yeah I feel like it's like passion behind it and I'm creating content that I love or influencer I feel like I don't know it feels like it kind of feels like a money grabbing (laughs) I don't know
0: or even like entitled like I I influence everyone that follows me, and it's like I don't. I don't believe that. I just believe that I'm creating stuff that I like, and if people decide to go and buy something, then they do. But I don't feel like I'm influencing everyone.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you feel like, but it's not that. I think sometimes when people think up the word influencer, they're just like, oh, sure. What does she do? She just takes pictures of herself every day. Mm -hmm. Do you know? Where the, if, when you say you're a content creator they're like oh yeah she creates content good content yeah. like you know I just or fe- whatever like she's passionate about what she does I
1: feel the word influencer is like as it's say in Ireland someone who has notions like so like they're like just feel they're, like you said Charlotte entitled or better than everyone a bit privileged mm. yeah I don't know a content creation I just feel is a bit more like re energy gets put into the the content
2: yeah and the one thing that I'd hate for someone from me in my opinion is for me to be titled as that I feel like that I'm better than everyone else because that I don't at all and I'd hate for other people to think yeah. that because in my opinion I think we're all the same and all equal but yeah. each to their own I know there's going to be as I say it the whole time a lot of negative Nellies out there Negative Nellies yeah that'll try to put also I just want to say I know this being been recorded my camera isn't working at the moment guys so I apologize I am a real person I'm not a black screen
0: <laughs> I was speaking to my therapist actually and she said that I always brushed over my job and then it made me start thinking about this whole thing about influencer and feeling embarrassed and I was like that's so odd that even like someone who I'm just speaking to once a week is like saying that I'm just avoiding talking about my job and then it made me think like oh it's quite sad that I literally have poured my heart and soul into creating content for god knows how many years now and I'm embarrassed to talk about it rather than be proud of myself like it's kind of sad
1: but uh, Charlotte I was like that as well and it's it's really only in the last I am going to say since January probably probably January that I've actually I'm celebrating it now but I got this as well when I was a makeup artist because when I first became a makeup artist makeup artistry wasn't a big thing so it was more is that your real job I'm like yes that's my full-time job oh I didn't realize makeup artistry could be a real job where now it's accepted as a real job and I feel like they were con- like downgrading you. yeah where I feel like content creation is coming to that point where makeup artistry was years ago where when you say someone I do content creation they're like oh they don't understand and they don't get it. Um, And then when you say to people, well, it actually is like, you know, it's my full-time job as well. And they're like, all right. It's kind of downgraded as well, where now I'm actually celebrating. I'm like, no, I produce good content. I'm good at it. I'm real and I'm authentic. So I'm going to celebrate it and stop having imposter syndrome. Yeah, because
2: I think I was kind of the same. I was kind of really shy about it. And especially... I think where we come from like it's kind of I think I branched out more and came out of more of my shell and being accepted and what I'm doing when I moved to Dubai because I feel like in the last couple of months because I lived in such a small town people can be very judgy so it was kind of hard to kind of come on and talk on your stories because you go out and like i have become a lot stronger in a way in the last few months just before i moved away thank god Where people would be like oh look at you talking on your story oh look at you doing this Oh, look at you doing oh, i think that. that's a real irish thing and, though yeah, i think i <laughs>
1: they're like so irish <laughs> people are very back in, the in day, day
2: or something and i'm like guys it's 2023 get out there push yourself push to your limits but i'm only after like kind of getting a lot more confidence since I kind of moved away I I feel like I found myself but it's just I I think people can be very judgmental though and I don't even think it's just in Ireland I think it's kind of everywhere
0: yeah I mean when I started I was at school and I felt like I could only fully Be more myself online when I'd moved out of school and went to university. So I like had a fresh start. There was Mm. no one around. I was from a small place, like everyone knew each other, and I always felt so uncomfortable enjoying social media, let alone them posting on it. So yeah, no, I I definitely feel like it's uh, probably a thing in England as well. But yeah, maybe not as bad. I don't know. But I I definitely suffered from. I don't know if it was because I was insecure as what I was doing, and I wasn't as sure of myself until I became more of an adult, but. I yeah I think it was because I was doing something out of the normal everyone was a bit like oh YouTube like no
1: I I definitely think you're right Charlotte I think it's probably a bit of both to say it myself I was a bit unsure of who I was but I still continued to do it because I knew I enjoyed it so that kind of outweighed the Mm. negatives of people judging me or talking behind my back I still continued on with it because I knew deep mm-hmm. down it was what I enjoyed. That's um, something
2: you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah.
1: And to be honest, I feel that creating content actually was my safe place. It was where I fully was mm, me myself, like sitting in front of a camera, doing makeup tutorials or skincare tutorials is where I fully felt me. And I don't need people. I kind of realized to be happy. Yeah. So content creation kind of brought me out of myself as well and let me embrace who you are, really, yeah, I as think a person, as well. I think, yeah, definitely, but I think every town is a bit judgy, I think unless you're from like a very big city where you don't really know many people, where we're I was from a very, very small town, and you yourself, Charlotte, so everyone knows one another, so it's easy to it's easy to hear things back about yourself, it's out of their norm, so they're only the only when people fear something, they class it as not yeah, normal, I
2: think so, and I think sometimes what people. And there is a lot of bitterness as well. Like when people see you kind of being successful, like they sometimes a lot of people hate seeing people grow. Um, but in my opinion, I love seeing people get on. I love seeing people like you know putting themselves out there and striving because at the end of the day, everybody on the on the planet wants to be successful. But then when they see someone like stepping up a bit and try knock you down and try knock your confidence without them even realizing. That's what they're trying to do. They just automatically put this hate towards you and they don't even know why. So, I think for me, it was like, I love doing this. So, I'm not going to let some Tom, Dick, and Harry down the road tell me who I am or what I'm doing and stop me creating the life that I want and like pushing myself forward. Because, as I say, keep going and keep growing. It's only you that can push yourself, no one else. And I think sometimes yeah it can be hard when you hear like negative comments and stuff like that but you just got to keep pushing forward because it's your life and you only get one life and you do what makes you happy
1: preach 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 (laughs) Preach
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely I was gonna say about the jealousy like even recognizing that myself now as an adult like I think everyone gets jealous at some point in their lives and is sort of like combating that. And I see other successful people, even in the online world. And I, I feel like I've sort of pushed myself out of the stage of comparing myself, body, physical, est- like aesthetic wise to people. And I compare my success to other people online. And I think that is where my jealousy comes from. I feel like that's where I find my comparison. And I feel jealous. Obviously, I don't go and hate someone online because of it. But I now try and sit with those feelings and think like, what can I do? to stop feeling this way. And I, I quite like journaling. I know some people are like, oh, journaling, but that really helped me in lockdown. And it's something that I've taken out of lockdown and still do today. And yeah, basically trying to project any negative feelings that I'm feeling onto paper rather than other people, people I love around me. I notice sometimes I take out my anger, like not just jealousy, but like other negative emotions on my boyfriend and he's literally like an innocent soul.
1: I find that I love meditation. Um I feel like that kind of clears my head I do journal sometimes but I'm not consistent enough at it when I do it I feel good but then I feel I kind of get so wrapped up in everyday life I forget to do it and be consistent where I feel like I am very consistent with my meditation and I'm not one of those people now that sits out on a mountain <laughs> and like my legs crossed okay but I find even sitting at my kitchen table for 10 minutes with just not speaking and just thinking that's my meditation. And I do feel as well, exercise is my big thing to get out anger. <laughs> or like, even if it's a walk, or I s- recently started Pilates, I'm really loving that at the moment. Yeah, but any sort of exercise helps me to get rid of anger. Yeah, 100%. And sitting there for 10 minutes and just not thinking of anything, just, it's like it resets me and clears my head. It's a yeah. But like that what you said, Charlotte, it's, like we you said, it's not that I even get jealous of people's physical appearance or how they look. It's people's success that sometimes triggers me where I'm like, okay, I should be more far on in life. I thought I would be at this age. Why aren't I at this stage? I work just as hard as this person. Why does everything fall to them? And it becomes toxic and you really have to be, you really have to be aware of the negative thought to say, no, okay, stop. Let's cut this clean. We don't want to become a bitter person um, and we have to clear those thoughts. but I think it's the awareness that you have to be in tune with.
2: Yeah, you need to be aware of your feelings and why you're feeling like that because I think as Melissa was saying, like sometimes it can like I even noticed when I moved over here I felt like I was starting from scratch because obviously all my followers were back home in Ireland. I was working on a completely different time zone. So it was like all my insights on Instagram, like completely went fium, went dead. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And you kind of get trapped in this kind of frames of your whole, not that your whole life is crumbling because social media isn't your whole life, but it's your job at the end of the day and you're looking at all of this and you're seeing other people succeeding and you're like, why has mine just kind of stopped on a steady pause? And then it's like, I'm 25 where's my life going I'm literally after packing up moving to this other country like not settled don't really know what's going on and kind of just flowing with life but I think it's hard to see other people being successful and then you're not known like your arse from your elbow sometimes do you know that kind of way you're just kind of flowing and riding the waves of life but I think we need to understand as well that sometimes the people that we think are successful could be looking at us and thinking that we're being successful so it bounces both ways back and forth because we don't really know their day-to-day life they don't really know our day-to-day life because at the end of the day it's just all social media so we just have to come to terms with like that everyone is fighting a different battle in their own head and trying their best to kind of create a business and a platform for themselves so I think for me it was trying to kind of level it out and kind of just come to terms with that okay it's okay that that person has this much success above me because there's always going to be someone one one step ahead of you in life no matter what but I think it's a good thing because it drives you
1: more 100% yeah
0: I was gonna say and there's so many factors as well like people's different upbringing whether that's like money has helped them get to somewhere that's absolutely fine but you might be a step behind that because of that and that's not your fault and you know everyone is at different stages like you said and I was gonna like sort of carry on with that journaling thing and I know it doesn't work for everyone um but for me like gratitudes are so important and I've realized how how good they are for my everyday life and like even the other day I was having like a really shit day and I was like right what are three things I'm grateful for right now and even if you say them out loud if you aren't a writer or don't really want to get a pen out but you could or you could put them in your notes on your phone or something like me and my friend Carrie um FaceTimed like every single day in lockdown like in the first lockdown and we would do our three things we were grateful for and it it literally helped it literally helped our perspective so much because like I'd be like oh my mum made me a cup of tea this morning and I didn't even ask her and it's like that's so sweet like I love it do you know what I mean I I'm I'm sat here like making myself feel shit because of comparing to someone random that I actually don't really know online that, that might be going through literally the worst time in the world but they're acting as if they're not and I, I've i got my sweet mum making me a cup of tea in the morning like the sun shining I have a, a, a warm home to sleep in tonight like yeah. I've got, I, I'm not exactly. invalidating anyone's feelings if you're feeling shit because they are also valid but sometimes you forget like actually I'm doing okay <laughs> you
2: know yeah of course 100% and you're so it's so right like I think sometimes we can outlook our own lives and all the love and support that's around us and kind of just look too deep into other people's lives if that Mm -hmm. makes sense and kind of knock our own lives down because for me like I genuinely like listen I'd say they thought I was nuts at home because sometimes I like to take my earphones out and like listen to like a podcast or like affirmations on my phone when I'm getting ready in the morning I feel like after I go to the gym in the morning I have to come home after my shower when I'm doing my makeup before I go to work I have to listen to 15 affirmations and that's what helps me. It motivates me for the whole day. And it works. Genuinely. I'm convinced it
1: does. And I even love at night time, like, I'd be lying in my bed and my cat comes up to me. And I'm like, I'm so grateful for this cat. Yeah, <laughs> like, just stroking him. <laughs> and I'm just, like, stroking him. And he literally, like, it's like he takes away all, like, the badness of the day and... And it's like, oh, I love my cat. And like, that makes me so happy. Like, you forget about everything else. I know I sound like a weird cat lady now. It's the little
0: <laughs> things though. The small, Yeah, the simple, small little things in everyday life that is actually what does matter. And I feel like that's what, that, that's what the, this year is about, realizing that actually I don't need to be like doing all this crazy stuff all the time to feel fulfilled and happy. Like, I actually prefer like, oh, thank God, I've got a day off. I can just sit and have a cup of tea on the sofa or like watch something with my partner or you know do something small that's gonna actually benefit you more than going out and having a crazy night out or doing something you know
1: yeah 100% even I sometimes go for walks and there's a big massive hill up my area because I'm out the country and I get to the top of the hill and I look down every single time and I'm like my body got me up here my legs I'm so grateful to be able to get out and walk and not have any health issues and it is those little things that I think we need to bring it back to. It's not about having so many Instagram followers or who's the best looking or, you know, this person has the most expensive car or the biggest house. It really, how much money, it's literally the small things and it's back to like our health and our family and our pets and, you know, the cup of tea with your granny or like it's the little things, isn't it? It really is. Of course I- it's like one thing for me as well
2: like when people ask you oh who are you or what do you do no one actually asks you oh hello how are you are you actually happy
1: how are you feeling
2: today it's a weird world we live in i think it's like when i actually sit here and having this conversation with you because like it's not many people you can sit there and have a conversation with this like you know what i mean um because a lot of people's heads are so up in the air they just don't know what planet they're on um, But it's nice to be able to kind of come on and talk about like real life and the downs and the positives, obviously. But I think for me, it's like sometimes when people turn around and when you meet them first and they're like, oh, hello, how are you? Oh, you've such a smiley face. It's like for me, that's like, do you know what? Thank you. Like, it's not asking me, who are you? What do you do? Where did you come from? Or. How much have you in your bank account? Or how many social media followers have you got? Like, and it's the people like that that you come across. They're the real ones, I think. Yeah,
1: people are more about stats now than the person, I feel. And I feel like everyone is kind of out to get something off people whether it's in every aspect I don't even mean social media I just feel that like, in everyday life now yeah, yeah. They, they, they don't want to build genuine connections anymore it's like oh well I know this person sure they work in there they might be able to get someone a job or do you understand what I mean it's the old style building of connections i feel is drifting away just quite sad yeah, you know it's very sad i don't like it yeah i don't <laughs> like it either
0: now after you said that simone said about um asking people like oh are you actually happy i feel like i want to start doing that to people more like i need to remember to rewire my brain to say like hey are you feeling happy at the moment rather than like how's your job going
1: yeah
2: it is true and it- i kind of started doing it um a lot like do you know even like because back home and stuff like that it can be hard being away and like people always kind of started asking me well how are you how are you doing like obviously family and friends and stuff like that and it actually it makes you feel like warmth because like when you know people that don't really know you what do you do why are you like no they're not like asking you oh no how are you today it's automatically who are you what do you do and I'm like but sitting with people and just building a connection and a relationship is what really matters not how many followers you have um so yes yeah, so start doing it start being like hello how are you are you feeling happy today <laughs> we need
1: to we need to practice gratitude daily ask people how they are are they're happy and you think yeah. everyone should sit for 10 to 15 minutes a day and just not think about anything <laughs> that's the secret to a long life I think is yeah you sit for 10 minutes and just no phones no thinking about what you have to do next just deep breaths and focusing on the breath and I'm telling you people will be happier
0: yeah yeah that's our recipe for success what is something in the last week that you guys are grateful for you can have a second to think I feel like that might be quite nice to share
1: what am I grateful for this week I'm grateful for my car. Lovely. I got my car serviced. And it's back in action. It's back in action. (laughs) I plan to have this car until it blows up, like literally for the next five years because I just can't afford a new car. But I'm grateful to have my car because I live out in the country and I'm able to get around. (laughs) And I go out my car and, you know, yeah, I put a lot of investment into my car. So my car, yeah. (laughs) I'm actually very grateful for just
2: kind of being here and being in the moment at the minute because I've had a bit of a stressful week last week and I think just being kind of being able to feel like I'm kind of in somewhat of a steady form but just being grateful to have kind of such a good support system around me I suppose and like waking up to beautiful sunshine every morning kind of caught me off guard a bit, like just kind of taken up little negativity little bits along the way last week but I'm grateful for kind of just being able to get up in the morning and being able to go to the gym and being surrounded with good people and having a lovely supportive family and friends I think and being able to be on this podcast today
1: I'm grateful for so Thank you. Yay. Oh, I'm grateful for <laughs> you guys
0: for coming on and using your time to do it. I'm
1: so grateful that we actually connected and it's mad because you're in London. We're in like, well, you're in Dubai. I'm in Ireland. All over the world. So it's amazing. So social media yeah. is good in one sense. Yes. Yeah,
2: and I'm actually grateful of melissa connecting me through to you because obviously i know you met and i feel like we're after building this lovely little friendship and yeah oh yeah i'm so happy to to finally
0: connect yeah yeah. hopefully we can all have a little meet up one day yes definitely and do something nice that would be lovely i'm trying to think of something i'm grateful for there's got to be something maybe that just in the last week i sort of realized that i have the freedom and no responsibility really at the moment in life and that's kind of beautiful that I don't have to worry about obviously I worry about other things but like I don't have a a child or a pet or anything that I currently have to like be responsible for I can just sort of like throw
1: myself in any direction so maybe that you know what I well I always wanted I always said that I wanted for the last five years and the word freedom kept coming up Mm -hmm. I just want that freedom of not having to worry about like money or worry about just daily stresses, just to be free, I think, is the ultimate goal in life. Just free. And regardless if that it doesn't mean, you know, not to be running around the world or anything. But just Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> feel free that you just feel yourself and you're not trapped in any situation, I think, is the mm-hmm. is the goal. The goal.
0: Yeah. Oh lovely. Before we go so I have the guest my previous guest asked the next guest a question so they have asked you guys what is your happiest moment in your life to this date?
2: I don't know I think it's when I was a child when we kind of moved into our home and knowing that was going to be our family home forever and just seeing I think my mother happy and content after kind of rearing me for like a long time and just being able to kind of breathe in a happy home now don't get me wrong all homes have their ups and downs we all kill each other half the time but I think it's just kind of being able to say okay I know if I go to Dubai in the morning but I can always come home and I think that's something that I'm happy just being able to kind of look back and remember of that bond that we shared when moving into mm-hmm. the house—if that makes sense—that's so think- that's lovely.
1: Beautiful. Mine was probably well, one of my happiest moments. It's probably when I got engaged in New York. I think.
2: Oh. So I wasn't oh, yeah, of course. It. of course.
1: Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, so uh, yeah, probably that's what anyway. Oh wow! I think well, I have well, a lot of kind of happy stuff.
0: I'm like trying to jot everything down. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> I know. It's quite nice to reminisce, actually.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: it is. Happiest What's moments. yours? Oh. I hmm I mean I wanted a, a dog for so sort of, like a family dog my whole life and just as soon as I moved out to uni my brother bought a dog, like a family dog for everyone so I technically wasn't at home until lockdown but I think maybe that was the happiest day like going and picking up a puppy that I oh, wanted my whole life that. maybe, maybe yeah. that day because I was like oh my god we
2: don't deserve animals
0: <laughs> we don't we don't maybe yeah. there's hopefully a lot to come
2: but isn't it so <laughs> nice that we're stuck to kind of jot down one I think that's something that we should be that's sure grateful should be yeah grateful for that. we do have so so many <laughs> yeah, loads time. of happy
0: memories Yes. can you girls set a question for the next guest
2: if your life was a novel what would the
0: title be oh beautiful i love that but yeah thank you to both of you for coming on make sure to go and check out their podcast as well so you can okay. hear more of their amazing stories and i'll also leave both of your social medias in the podcast description so we, everyone can go find you is there anything else you want to shout out or bring light to anything no, we're just. So- no, I think we covered all. We just want to say thanks so much for having us. Yeah,
1: we thank you so much. It was lovely, banana. We're so grateful for you. <laughs> oh, what a lovely chat! It's really wholesome. To made our Monday a lot more positive because the start of my Monday wasn't more positive. It was very just. Uh, well, now yeah. I feel happy after this little chat. Amazing.
0: <laughs> well, I hope you both have a lovely rest of your week. And thank you to everyone listening this week. I hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you next week for a brand new episode. Bye.